Okay, here's a question. How are you making sure your business is showing in the front of the right customer? Or how are you using your website to turn your visitors into raving fans? In this generation, you need to know how to build your business online. My name is Lev, and welcome to Generation Web Yacht. Welcome to Generation Web App Podcast. This is our 16th session, hopefully more to go. Uh, with me, as usual, my right and left and Mario, say hello. Yeah, hello. Thanks for introducing me, Liv. Today, uh, we'll touch a subject which is my specialties or something that's what I usually do. We're going to be talking about web design and development process uh i'm sure a lot of you guys already have the websites and these websites are created by the company that uh probably knows what they do i hope they are but uh a lot of time we're finding out that all those nice looking websites lacking a lot of issues having a lot of issues uh there could be internal errors which preventing your website being listed correctly on a google search on all the search engines or it's not designed technically properly and it's not really working well on your mobile devices, but it's, we'll talk about as we're going to go. So we are going through the web design process and a lot of people may not understand the process, especially if you're going to hire a designer or developer. So there are certain processes that we want you guys to be aware of before you even think about hiring a developer or designer. So I, a website can be as small as a pin or big as a nail. So it depends on your goal, uh, where you want to take it. And also you have to know why you're going to take on a certain level of work. Is it needed? Because sometimes, you know, people may want this expensive website and it's not really needed based on what they want to do. It's not really needed. So you don't want to waste investment into something that, you know, you don't need. Because sometimes website can be like, a toy, a little toy that you play with, you know, fixed up there, you, know, you design stuff there, but at the same time, we want the functionality out of it, right, Liv? Yeah, look, uh, sometimes people say to me, why are you uh, torturing your clients? I always say that unless I know from inside nitty gritty of what they do and how they want that website function, mm-hmm. I cannot develop the website because no matter what I'm going to do, I am not... And I cannot get into the brain of a potential clients to understand what they are really looking for. That's why I conduct numerous, and I repeat numerous sessions with a client with asking dozens of questions, asking them to explain to me, like to a child, mm-hmm. what do they want to see and how they wanted to see things done. And then when I have full concept of their needs, then I can be able to develop technical portion of the website. I mean, Mario, you do a lot of designing as a design with me, but technical stuff, me and my developers, we are kind of, this is something, but I guide those guys to do the work and I need to understand nitty gritty of every little function your website might need it. And as you could say, you could have a, spend a lot of money on a website and it will not actually do what you are hoping to do. Mm-hmm. So that's why uh, from being kind of a pain 
with my questionnaire and ask, asking for looking for answers, I am the one who need to figure it out and then put that into the kind of a, into the life of functions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if the website is very technical. Like for example, the other day a lady wanted a what do you call it a job kind of website where people go and they apply for jobs. It's like a oh, job program. Yeah, are you 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 talking about the uh, employment website? It's like uh, like Indeed or those kind see, of websites. And you see, by virtue of not understanding what is it entitled to, you're, you're thinking of totally something different. But when I took that functionalities of all those things apart, yeah, you realize how much work and functions would need it to be pr- produced to that website function the way the like website like Indeed or I forgot a couple other uh, employment websites, which is pro- pro- provide the potential company owners uh, with potential employees or provide employees with potential jobs. So yes, that's technical. And that that's why every website, when somebody call us and ask us for the price of the website, there's no way in the world I will give them a price up until I know in details what will intake to do the website mm. because every website and especially the way i work and you work with me we work on a custom one by one there is no websites are look alike a functional like mm-hmm. because all those websites are geared to customize to needs of our clients yeah because websites like indeed glassdoor fixed flex jobs are what you call them Yeah, those have a you. huge I, I database. Looking, I was looking for names. Yeah, <laughs> they, I, I'm <laughs> Yeah, so those those are kind of website. There's so much of them. You can't really like no, number but, them out. What? But you see, for us to do something like that, you need to understand how are they function. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. So to be quite frank and open. I never really understand the, the level of work that it would need to do that kind of website. But when Liv kind of break it down to me in terms of the backend, I realized that, whoa, this is a huge website, uh-huh. actually. So, you know, just saying this to say that sometimes you may want a website for a particular thing, for a particular business, or for a specific goal. But really and truly, you're just looking at the website on the surface. But really, when you dig deep into the, the backend and the, the real nitty-gritty of it, the kind of work that you're supposed to put in to get that kind of results. But you realize that it's a whole lot of work. And that is why sometimes we understand that some agencies may charge differently from some, depending on you know the size and the kind of work and the development that needed to be done in order for it to be successful. But not to stray from the point. Okay, just to put into the sim- simple way of things, you and I have been talking, and remember, one of most of our specialties are construction industry that's what we do specialize in we offer the services to we offer service to a lot of other companies but construction industry is our main yeah. subject main interest Art and, soul. and uh, to to put the website development i put it as an architectural project when architects gets the assignment mm. to build a building the first thing he does or she does is create the design Exactly. Oh, design is done. However, that starts the technical portion of it, what's inside of it, not for you looking for what's holding all this together. That's a foundation. 
and calculation of the weight and stretch and a stress calculation of the roof calculation of the height all these technical things architect and his team or her team does when creates the building that can be built on because tomorrow morning that building standing up and comes the hurricane and at half of the building snatched down and people dies and that's why a lot of architects are carrying huge insurance policies because all those mistakes cost life sometimes yeah that's why it, we don't do that type of a work which can cause human life mm. however we have clients who are spending money and we want to make sure that the money they spend spent appropriately to accommodate things they needed otherwise it's a waste of money mm. and i've been we've been in this business for almost 30 years we never took money without completion of project mm. and as you say about hurricane just like your website when the crowd starts to come in you know you don't have the amount of space on your server you know to what? really correct the crash manage that kind of load of traffic your, your website is going to break down so these are little things that we have to think about we we know that well in general most business owner are somebody who is looking to start a business they are they're not really aware so which is why we do these kind of podcasts to get you aware of the process because guess what a website is 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 not just some beautiful thing right it, it is it is like an actual real estate on the web right this is where people go to do business it's no different from your physical business place it's just that it's found on the web it is represent company profile company needs it's like you go to your office you could do your business sitting in the, on your desk in the front of the computer in exactly. your office or you can do the same business on a website and that that's what makes the website today is a part of your business identity Mm-hmm. And here's the thing to live. Most people, what they do is they put in a lot of effort inside of their brick and mortar business, right? But when it comes on to their website, they treat it anyway, and they don't realize that this is going to hurt them over time. Because the Absolutely. more carelessness you put inside of your work online, over time it's going to cost you. It may it may not cost you now. Well, it's causing your branding equity in terms of how you structure your brand and build your brand and how you want your, your brand comes off. It's not just only on the physical level, but also on the online space. And people are seeing this. And the, you're burning midnight oil when you just treat your website or your online presence. Not just your website, but even your online presence. Just in the end anyway. So it is very important to treat your website with the same kind of care as you do with your physical business. But we're going to go into this topic. um the web design process and that's basically what we're going to discuss just going through some steps usually the first step is strategy but we're not going to go into side of strategy today because that's another topic for itself but we're going to yeah, go that's, through that's another you're right yeah. it's another but usually that would be the first step we go inside of research and doing all of these stuff to make sure that they understand why we're building the website and how we're going to make it work but we're going into the next step which is the goal because initially before you build your website you should know what the goal is some people may say hey i just want a website but yeah but why why do you need a website i want to stop you for a second i just look it up something very interesting mm-hmm. you would remember you talk about uh, brick and mortar can compare it to the uh, online business yeah since 2020 business online becomes 63% compared to the business on brick and mortar Mm-hmm. so increase. majority of purchases today mm-hmm. 
are done through online rather than on on your footstep, you know, yeah. going to the store. And I just I just did a little short Google search just to prove the point. And that's and that's the thing. We need to get those things fine-tuned inside of our brain that if I'm gonna build a website for my business, it should have the same kind of appeal, it should have the same tenacity, it should have the same feeling, same amount of hard work to get it up to standard with the physical business or even better. Because the thing is your website is going to do or automate a lot of the work that you are not able to do on your own. You go to sleep and you sleep meantime, your website can continue selling your product. Yeah, especially if you are selling physical products. Because there is no employee in there. Your, your website developer creates the functions which allow your product to get sold 24-7 without any interruption. Mm-hmm. And the banks takes the money 24-7. And the money get transferred to your bank account 24-7. So you don't really have to move the finger as long as it's properly done. Just make money. So the goal now is to make sure that you figure out exactly what you need the website to do before you even think about building the website. So that now, once, you're, once you are clear on your goal, you avoid a lot of headaches, pains that comes after building the website because you don't want... When you build the website, afterwards, you're trying to fine-tune or finalize on your goal. So you need to first figure out your goal. And by figuring out your goal, you would have already known the type of audience that you're dealing with and what is necessary to get these people or these audience to come inside of your, your pipeline. So you have to consider that. And number two is the scope of work. So once we know the site goal, we can define the scope. The scope of work is like the things that we are going to do and the timeline and the different bells and whistles that we are going to have That's to make that website That's complete. That's why we prepare what's called a proposal contract. And that proposal contract, we do not work without contract. Uh, it's one thing we not do is shake the hands because shake the hands brings shake the trouble. Contract protect us and a client from all misspoken or mispromise or mm-hmm. promise not delivered. So when after numerous meetings and discovery time, talking to a client, client will receive detailed proposal, which will specify in details what will be done and how it will be working. Exactly. When that contract is signed by the client, then that and the and we receive the deposit from the client that he makes a commitment to do the job, then we proceed. And a scope of work on that particular proposal will be followed to a T. And if there are changes might be sometimes required within within doing the project because things might get changed or complication can occur, we never know. I haven't seen 100% smooth flying project. There's always something somewhere. Then that's between us and a client discussing. Sometimes we prefer that done in writing the changes, but otherwise scope of work is a very, very important part of the development mm-hmm. because client needs to understand what he's going to get for his money. Because you don't want at the end of the day, people are going to get mad or get upset because, hey, you haven't done this or you haven't... You, you promised me this. I don't promise you anything. Read your contract. Here's the other one. Hey, had this to it. But that's more work. <laughs> you had hey. that one. I had this thing. 
you know so That's those fine. are we we can add whatever you want but as long as you know you don't have that that yeah. means we need to renegotiate the cost some, mm-hmm. hey some Mario, how many times we said okay you know what that's not a big deal we will uh, give you as a part of the contract sometimes we do that it's all depends how big project and how complicated project is and how much money is available be able to give a client kind of a space to move around and add something or do something which is not as a part of the kind of a scope of the work yeah and nothing is wrong with that either but we just It's a, want it's a to relationship situation. Yeah, it's you just, want to know that a client understands exactly what they are getting or what they are going to um expect while on this project. So a client have to know that hey, if I decided to add something out of the scope, which is we call scope creep, uh, you know, you have to expect that there there's going to be an increase. Well, sometimes it depends. If it's a minor stuff where we know, hey, give them a little room for breathing, but if it's something that is going to take time and effort, Yeah, it's definitely it's going to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you have to take that in consideration as well, guys. Yeah, the, of course. The next thing is the site map or wireframe. You know that it's just like put it this way. It's just like the blueprint, the blueprint. of the building we're building. Yeah, exactly. So the blueprint is telling you exactly where stuff are going or where stuff should be, and likewise, your website is going to tell you. Where each page is gonna lay out, how it's gonna lay out, where it's gonna be, um, the content, the features of the website, the main focus, uh, everything that you need to make that website work, that's gonna be laid out first before you decide to put on any kind of visual elements. Before you decide to put on a word on your website, before you even start to design the website, I'm a fuck. You need to have the roadmap to know where you're going. Absolutely, I usually call that project to outline. Basically, mm-hmm. it is is a step one, this and this and that and that. When that's done, then the next step would be doing this, this and this and that, and then next step is so forth and so on, up until we get to the end of the project, and all the pieces put together and it's ready to, for public viewing. And then we talk about further down there is a what's called a punch out time, but mm-hmm. that's at the end of our conversation. Yeah, and the next step is laying out your content before you even. Go inside a content. Client have to make the decision from there. Are they gonna provide it, or are we just gonna get our content writer to write content based on the whole goal of the website, based on keywords? We have to write contents that are search engine optimized, so that your website can be identified by search engines. Uh, if client prefer writing content on its own, they sign up. An agreement that if the search engines will not index their website due to lack of proper writing, we are not responsible, mm-hmm. because English writing and website content writing are not 100% the same thing. It requires specific knowledge and specific skills. Uh, our content writer, who is who is uh, avid blogger and avid writer herself, specialize in proper English writing. Of the web type of English, it's not grammar. And remember something: search engine sends what's called the crawlers, and it crawls through billions and billions of websites available. And based on the reports from those crawlers, you get your website get kind of a position in search engine on a per page or 350 page. And what that does is is that the crawlers verify fresh content. Verify proper English and 
uh, punctuation, verify presence of the keywords and links to the keywords, verify keyword status, and all kinds of other little things that I'm not going to sit and talk about it right now, but those are the one which kind of guide how your website or your domain name or your company name on the website on, on, on the web will be positioned in a search engine or you're going to be on a page one on a line three or one or two or you're going to be on a page 25 on a line 10 if you know that only mm -hmm. 10 lines on every page of the search engine the top three or four lines are usually paid ads so after the other ads finished you start your positioning domain names available so it's all depends and the content is extremely important so we always tell to the client, you're welcome to write your own, but here is agreement saying is that if you're decided later on to do, do search engine optimization and it's not going to work for you, we're not responsible because content was written by you or not by us. Sometimes, sometimes we have different way of doing that. Client write its own content and pays a couple extra dollars or we include that during the negotiation of the website. We will include a little course to it that our content writer review it, rewrite it if necessary, and send it back to the, for the client to review it and accept it. But the point is, there is a way of working both sides to make it workable. Exactly. The thing is, you have to avoid is being too corporate. So, which is why content writers have these specific skills to create content on your website so that it flows in a way that speaks as if you're speaking to someone search engine ready and um, grammar ready in terms of words and structure and all of those things also plagiarizing this is another one that most people forget so you have to make sure that if if google realize that too much of your content is similar to another website it's called plagiarizing so google is going to have problems indexing your website it's all the search our engine. search engine overall I can give you a little example. Uh, we used to have two websites, okay? One for our primary website and the other one because we have a satellite office in Caribbean was made for Caribbean. And a lot of information like uh, about the company or something else that are written, just basically copy and paste in both websites. We got penalized for that. <laughs> we got beaten by search engines because of that. And they consider that plagiarism. We don't both websites are our. We don't plagiarize. It's, it's all ours. No, 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 no. You got to have totally different content. They are very strict. Very strict. Our content writer has a special program that after she finished writing whatever she's writing, a blog or page for the website, and she runs that information through that program that checks every possible position or situation worldwide to see if there's anything, anything, even remotely possible to be plagiarized. And then if you find sentence or, let's say, a, a section of the website, of the content, which might be having an issue, she reworked that to make sure there was nothing in remotely possible. All right. And guys, if you like what you're hearing so far, go ahead, hit that like button, subscribe for more, because this will help us to put out more content and help us to rank higher in the search so with that said we're going to move on to the next thing which is visual elements this is the design phase this is the fun part 
this is the part that this is, everybody actually, sees. This is your part. You like that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this is a visual aspect where you know you you just do your flares and do your 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 coloring book. That's right. It's something that everybody see and admire or hate. It's mm. like there, there is no middle ground. Oh God, I hate it. Look. Oh, oh, that looks wonderful. Yeah, mm -hmm. I know. Remember something. Before we become a team, I used to do it on my own, like you do it on your own. Now we do it together. So design is. But this, I these days, I defer to you to do design. Mm -hmm. You have a younger and more modern look than I am. So clients like your stuff better than mine these days. So. It's all yours, buddy. Mm -hmm. But here, here's the thing as well. Here's the next surprising thing. I want to demystify this because everybody thinks that if a website is ugly, it's not going to make money. Oh, no. you never know. <laughs> so, yes, there are some. I've seen some websites that are really ugly. But guess what? They have the structure right. They have the content right. Correct. And they have this information right. They have their copy well written. And uh, it's almost like a notebook and they have their call to action, right? But it's just not visually attractive in terms of colors and all of that. And which is why I love marketing because before I just used to just design website. But when I understand the marketing aspect of the website, then I realized that, hey, it's more than just design because you can just take your website to a designer and you design it. But if you don't have your content or your copy on all of these things properly structured, then the website is not going to sell, right? Absolutely. So you have to make Absolutely. sure that those things are taken care of as well. But to get further into this, it's basically the design, the look. So making everything unified with your brand. But also design is very important because you have to make the user experience good so that when people are moving through your website, they are moving seamlessly. They don't have to think about what's the next step. So design is really important. You have to know how to implement visual elements also you have to make sure that when somebody lands on the website that you have a step-by-step -step structure in terms of the layout of the website that leads people through a journey to take the action based on the goal of the website so all those Absolutely. things you have to consider as well so it's not just making the website pretty but there's a psychology when it comes out to design you know that psychology name is kiss keep it simple stupid because People are, don't have time. People don't have patience to look through a complicated, convoluted steps on every website. If they find that they cannot get around, they just go somewhere else. Whatever you, your website could be as gorgeous as it is. And if it's not practical and difficult to, uh, to travel through or navigate the world I was looking for, mm -hmm. they're going to go somewhere else. It's website is like you you were talking about ugly websites mm -hmm. hey people live in ugly building if they build really well who cares as Oof. long as they're comfortable <laughs> as long as they have a yeah. place to go so this is the same principle if the website brings you money and you properly like you said properly structured properly developed if it doesn't have such an appealing look mm -hmm. That's not a big problem. Of course, it would be nice to have appealing look because, like I said, you know the expression, people judge you by, yeah. by, the, by, by the look. Mm. So if somebody comes in the website, but if the website gives them what they want, they really don't care how it looks. Yeah, 
and that's and that's the point I was gonna touch on, Liv. Exactly, because there are, and it also again depends on the type of audience as well. If it's a group of people that hey, I don't care how your website look, I just want this thing, and that's it. They what don't care. Yeah, you know, you'll be just wasting money on making your website look pretty. But if you are appealing to a different audience that is very visually attracted by something, you want to get them uh, or get their attention using the website first because they will look around and say, oh, this is nice. Then they start reading your content and start to see everything. You still have to strive that your website should have a decent, friendly look. So it ugly, maybe not be gorgeous, you know, design and stuff like that, or complicated design, but it has to have appealing look no matter how simple your website is. Mm -hmm. So you still have to look appealing, still have to be attractive, but it doesn't have to be pretty to make money. Absolutely not. So I was touching on the psychological aspect earlier where I was given a a simple example like an image. Image can direct people different directions on the website. For example, if you have an image, because I've seen a lot of tests done on this as well, where they have this image of somebody looking away towards the end of the screen or towards the sideline. Mm -hmm. And they have a next image where the person is looking at the call to action. And the one that has the person looking at the call to action, you realize they get a lot more conversion on that page more than the one that is looking away from the call to action. Look, it's all psychology. mm -hmm. So all these things involve, but it's nothing to get like really crazy and worked up over because it don't have to be as super pretty like Barbie to make money. Absolutely. Especially business websites should be clean, sharp, to a point, straight lines. I don't say to 100% minimalistic, but as, as less congested as they possibly be. The main goal of the, any business website to attract the client to find what they're looking for so they can buy it, period. That's the end of the story. Exactly. And the next phase is testing. That's, that's one of the things we do very, very thoroughly. Up until website is released to a public use, it get tested from all kinds of stress levels. Stress for, uh, I don't know. From a browser level to the device level. What I was looking hacking, all those things are get tested. And the client be notified during the test, the tests are showing no issues. And over what's called the overblowing, when, when a lot of people get connected to the website and then it crashes, all that stuff is get tested. I mean, you cannot guarantee 100% that because you never know how many people can. You might get so lucky that a million people try to connect in one minute of the time. That can cause, I don't think, might, even Google probably will not withstand that much uh, traffic. Even though you remember something, like, uh, places like Google doesn't have one server. They have uh, hundreds of servers linked within one so people from, let's say, Caribbean go to Google on a different server than people from mm-hmm. China or from people from America. So they don't have that much stress than if your website is on our server or any other server for that matter. And a lot mm-hmm. of people start coming in at the same time. You might experience a stress level and crashes. But that we, we test for that as much as it's physically possible. Plus, we test for viruses and make sure there is no any kind of a spamware and anything on your website. Remember something, Google and Yahoo and Bing, all of them monitor your website when it goes live. If you do not distribute any spamware, so if some 
you know somebody coming into the website and then inherit you don't even know that but you already inherited some kind of spam goes into your computer we do the testing before make sure that not our clients as well as ours as well websites have anything possibly remotely possibly have any spamware any hacking from any outside services mm-hmm. yeah that's well said and the last stage is you know going live launching Actually, this is on the last page one page before that called punch out session and that session i usually run personally with clients not if sometimes it's face to face but basically on it's online face to face online i'll go with a client we open up the website client goes through every page reads every page click on every link go mm-hmm. to another page and do so forth and so on send the forms make sure the forms get delivered to right places uh if there is a uh, let's say payment uh, gateway in there uh, we'll create a test payment that you don't need to really put the credit card i mean you put a credit card in but it, it doesn't charge a credit card and all the functions are properly function up until we go live so then the, when the client said lev or mario could be present at the time i'm very happy the way it works i'm happy the way it looks like i am very happy the way it is mm-hmm. then client received the final invoice when that invoice is paid website is get released and sent to search engine for indexing as a courtesy to new clients we usually charge $175 for indexing of the website for for crawling uh, one of the other things you need to do is google my business as well mm-hmm. that will help at least situate your website usability you might not going to get on the first page but when you type the company name your website show up on the right side of the of the screen so, and google at least know that you exist you are part of the index already that's good and then you'll just launch and uh, that's basically it everything is out of the way everything is working according to plan so this time the launch and here's a quick bonus tip this is also depending on the type of website that you're creating or what you're actually selling but there are these kind of websites that are available that you can go to test your websites like get user actual user experience tests from these these people who will go through your website and examine it and tell you whether or not your website is built properly for whatever kind of user So there are websites some of these are user feel user crowd user brain test io test time so many of them out there um loop 11 so you can go on these sites and submit your website yes you have to pay a fee or pay these people they just go through your website and see how it actually works and how if people are actually seeing certain stuff that they are supposed to see and stuff like that and not only that but big huge companies as well like Coca-Cola app or these kind of companies before they launch a new product or a new page for a specific product they normally spend a little bit of money to test it first before they make it live so that's a bonus tip absolutely uh, and testing preparing information available for marketing is extremely important because you could have a beautiful website and really well written everything else and if you are not marketing to a proper uh, audience Mm-hmm. then it's you know you it's wasted money yeah so yeah so that's the next step after your launch 
Where is the yeah. traffic coming well, from? We're going to talk about it what? on the next, some other next mm. session. We actually talk about it a little bit earlier times as well. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you can check out the previous podcast, that's episode 15, where we talk about traffic, paid traffic versus organic traffic. You can check yeah. out that podcast and you can get some more insight on how to get traffic to your website. But usually that would appear in the first stage, which is strategy and which is the first thing we normally go inside of. That's the plan. When, when, when you do the plan, when you do the plan, when you do lay out the outline, how you're going to do what you're going to do, that's a strategy. That's when you build the building before you can even start building plans, you outline what that building must look like, what your usage is, what is square footage is, what's this and what's that, how many floors, uh, whatever. You cannot build in chaotic way. So everything has to be laid out in kind of steps by steps projection. Say mm-hmm. same thing in a website, same thing developing website. Your new business, you are opening up in a six to eight month and you need to be able to be get ready that if God willing, you get a really nice website built that clients will come in because you're going to invest money on that website. So all that planning, all that marketing, all that needs to be done prior to do anything else. Hmm. And that's basically it for the web design process. So if you have found this topic very helpful, remember, subscribe, leave us a like. So it help us to rank higher within the YouTube search. Also, in terms of your website, if you currently have a website that you think might be having some issues, we offer a free website review video where we examine the website, see where the problems are, see where anything that is affecting your conversion rates and all of that. Because sometimes you might be getting traffic, but traffic are not converting or sometimes you might have a traffic problem. So we examine your website and your marketing process combined and then we provide you with that video. If after that you decide that, hey, I can't do this myself, I want somebody to implement it, then you can book a session with us and we will do that as well. Also check out the rest of the platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more links are in the description. You can check out other platforms where we post our weekly podcasts. Yes, and don't forget to visit our primary website. It's wpcdesigns.com. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We will yap with you another time. See you next. Oh, can I say see you? Listen to us next. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right, Lou.